Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Brett Keene from God TV Radio. I hope you're all having a blessed day. If you would like to support God TV Radio, you can do a one-time donation through PayPal, or you can buy us a gift off of Amazon Wishlist, or you can buy one of my books. Afterlife Simulation is the newest installment of my novels and written works, or you could buy some of our music and art. Also, I sell merchandise such as t-shirts, mugs, towels, clothes, apparel, anything that your heart desires. God bless. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Brett Keen from God TV Radio. I hope you're all blessed. When you get an opportunity, make sure you check out the video I made before this one. Atheists are scammers, and they offer nothing. You know, as many of you know, I've had uh, two theological positions that have bothered uh, my Christian brothers and sisters out there. One of them is annihilationism, and the other, of course, was maltheism. But believe it or not, I've been thinking back and forth on my views all the time. That's what I do. I'm constantly thinking, what is the most logical, rational position for me? Is maltheism, does it even mean anything? Just because someone thinks that something that God does is considered evil or wrong or good, it's nothing more than a subjective opinion coming from a human being. It's nothing more than a point of view by just simply saying, ah, this is an act of evil, this is an act of wrong. The more and more I think of it, the more I get older, the more I think that one of the reasons why God destroyed the people like he did, men, women, and children, is he didn't do it out of some kind of wrath or anger or because he's evil. I think that he actually used what atheists use whenever they're arguing for abortion, logic and rationality. That's what atheists claim they're using, and they care that their liberal views share that People who create children should have the right to be able to destroy them any way they like. Now, obviously, these atheists don't see themselves as evil whenever they suggest that if a woman wants to terminate her pregnancy, kill her baby, they don't consider that evil. They don't consider that thing wrong. They consider it somehow it's the woman's choice. She's the one that brought life into the world. So if she wants to be able to destroy it, then she should be able to do that. Well, if I were to use the atheist logic on that, then God simply wiping out men, women, and children is a logical, rational thing to do. It's a convenience for humanity. It's a convenience for the universe whenever God takes out the trash. Whenever God takes away obstacles from humanity, whenever God ends the existence of people who absolutely do not contribute and are nothing more than parasites that work off the very independent body of humanity. So if I were to take the atheist worldview on it, I couldn't possibly argue that it's evil or wrong, that it's actually irrational, it's a logical thing to do, it's a fundamentally good thing whenever God kills and destroys and does things. Now, if someone were to try to argue, but there's a difference between an adult and a baby, not really whenever it comes to the concept of God. God is, when you compare God's wisdom and knowledge and power compared to that of a billion human beings, we're nothing more than ants. We're not even a dot on the radar of the universe. 
if God wants to wipe out the entire universe, if he wants to take down the entire system, well, shouldn't he be allowed to do that? He's the one that created this. He's the one that's got the patent to everything. He's the one that has the license. We are a construction of his work. We are a part of him. The only reason we can exist is as long as he exists. As long as he produces the essence of life, that would be the case. If you were to remove God from the universe, you would then also remove humanity. We have a symbiotic relationship with this entity. This God keeps the wheels turning and keeps uh, the chips rolling and all that. So if God thinks that keeping around a bunch of people that may end up continuously repeating the same problems over and over, perhaps God rationally and logically seen that children would grow up and that they would become just like their mothers and fathers, maybe even worse. Maybe they needed to go bye-bye. The Bible does dictate that God knows everything, so he would have known if these people would have been this way. Now, of course, a guy like me, as clever as I am, and as clever as some very few atheists tend to be, could argue, but didn't God know that before he even created mankind? Yeah. God could have seen what was the most optimal hallway and choices that could be made. Maybe when God was creating the universe, he seen billions and billions, perhaps unlimited, seemingly, amount of ways that life could have went. And maybe this is the multiverse or universe in which he ultimately is able to save as many souls as possible while at the same time giving free will. And I know some people are saying, you're saying that God chose this universe the way it is so he could optimally save the most people. Yeah. Imagine for yourself, you're out in front of a pool and somehow you have this ability in your sensory perception where you can see what happens every time you make a choice, that you can actually see the end outcome. Imagine that suddenly you see a group of people who are drowning. And in this instance, you do kind of like Dr. Strange with Thanos. You're given this green jewel. I forget which one it was. But the point is, I think it was a jewel of time. If if I got it right, I, I don't know. It's been a while since I've seen Endgame of Avengers and all that kind of crap. But Dr. Strange knew that in this specific way things were going, after viewing all the different outcomes that he had to actually be one of the people that died. And then in the process, the most amount of heroes would survive and that they would eventually win. But it was the only way. Now, some people would argue with God, anything is possible. Well, God is the one that creates the different universes and it is possible for God to do a great deal of things. But I think that God is kind of like a mathematician or a scientist. He has to do everything that is logical, everything that is probable, and everything that is rational. If he were to try to turn a circle into a square or do something that's completely incoherent, then we completely lose the laws of logic, which apparently a lot of atheists have no idea what the hell that is. So... There's a difference between being all-knowing and having the wisdom of things that are actually 
true or what's going to happen. There's a difference between being all powerful, yet being able to do what is coherently what you could do with that power and what you have access with. You could say that a person's very powerful, but they do have things that they are incapable of doing. Why would you say that? Because when God decided to create the universe, God created himself in such a way, this ability, and I do believe that God actually can give himself more abilities as he has more things that he can access. I'll give you an example. Before God actually um, created humanity, there was a lot of things that were not able to be done. Like you couldn't have a conversation if there isn't another person there to have a conversation with. You couldn't relate or identify with people unless they actually people exist for you to identify and relate with. Does that make sense? So there's going to be limitations until you actually create the very things that you can access, which then in a way actually seems to, I don't know, it gives you more expansion of what your own abilities yeah if that makes sense if it makes sense eh, maybe for some it doesn't this is a disgusting can of it's some kind of mountain dew watermelon yuck it's not really all that good folks i wouldn't try it if i were you it's clearing out my throat my throat's been hurting but I wouldn't drink it. Watermelon Mountain Dew. See, I wouldn't know about what the taste of Watermelon Mountain Dew is unless it actually existed for me to try out in the first place. You see what I did there? Yeah. So you've got the optimal universes. You've got the optimal ways of life. And perhaps God seemed that if he didn't allow two to drown in this scenario and allow a group over here in order to survive that the other two may have drowned everybody. Does that make sense? And we've got, of course, the hypothetical, whenever we look at the Bible, God drowns the world. Had he let some other people live and given them the opportunity, he already had the knowledge that they weren't going to change in the first place. So therefore, you would have had a problem where... Has anybody, has anybody out there ever been in a, a scenario where... You see someone drowning. The first thing that you're told when you're a little kid is don't jump in the water with them. Don't grab them. They may overpower you because they're panicking. They're having anxiety. They're going through their death thralls. And they may hit you and hurt you and try to drag you under because they don't want to die. Their brain is trying to survive. So they will fight you. They will do things. And... um it's really hard to get someone like that relaxed once they're having the anxiety of basically about the end. So the point of view is, is that perhaps when God was killing all these people, it was out of logic and rationality. It was out of necessity of what needed to happen. That he wasn't just killing just because it was a cool thing to do or because he thought it was... Um, he was doing it out of spite or just plain meanness. And is it okay to destroy something if it's out of logic and rationality? Well, yeah, if you ask any atheist liberal out there, anything's fine as long as there's logic and rationality used to it. 
as long as you hold to the idea, according to their perception, their subjective opinions, that something has value, it seems to me that atheists don't give a shit about anything until it actually has something to do with the things that they want or what they desire. Um, they don't care who dies or who suffers as long as it has nothing to do with their own family members or people they care about or people that they're collecting money from. So I guess when I listen to these people, I don't think that what they do is for the for good. I don't think it's because they care about the babies who are aborted. And I sure as hell don't think that they care about the flood and the Bible. I think that a lot of them only care because they're using it as a, a means to argue that God is not existing or God is not good. I believe that God is good, though. I think that I need to get away from maltheism and dystheism and all these different things. I need to realize that God knows more than I do and God knows the future. And if someone comes from the future or they have knowledge of the future and they warn you that this is what will happen if something doesn't get done about it, well, then maybe you should take their, you should believe what they're saying if they have that kind of power and ability. It just makes sense to trust something that actually has that ability and power. So that's where I'm at on all that. I think I'm done with maltheism, dysseism. I think I'm done with even bothering to waste my time or trying to suggest that what God does is somehow mean and terrible. I mean, the fact is, ladies and gentlemen, and I'm surprised no Christian even bothered to say this to me while I was going through this conflict. The fact is, is that my subjective opinion, my opinions, my worldview, my ideas of wrong or right, the only reason why my wiring works this way in the first place where I can question God or even suggest that something is wrong or right in reality is because God made it so. That's right. I wouldn't have a moral right and wrong or a moral compass if it wasn't for God to begin with. So if I have this in me and it's programmed in me to be like this, it must mean that that's the way God wanted me to be. And I'm not suggesting that God always makes things that um, he plans to keep around forever or that are always um, good because as long as you throw in the component or element of free will, you're, well, you've got, uh, you've got a recipe for disaster because not everybody wants to make the good choice. Not everybody wants to make the right. But God always is going to know no matter what you choose to do, what will be optimally better whenever it comes to destiny and fate altogether. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoyed the video. I've been carrying on for a while. Hopefully some of this makes sense. I understand that a lot of non-believers, they don't put this much in-depth thought into a lot of different things. And uh, usually they don't care anyway about what it is that anybody's trying to talk about or think. It is what it is. All right, God bless. We hope that you've been enjoying God TV Radio hosted by Brett Keane. When you get an opportunity, check out our public radio station. Check out our books, music, and art. 
You can also buy t-shirts if you would like to support us. If you don't want a t-shirt, you don't want books, you don't want music, well, you could always do a one-time donation through PayPal. Any support is appreciated. God bless. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Brett Keen from God TV Radio. I hope you're all having a blessed day. If you would like to support God TV Radio, you can do a one-time donation through PayPal, or you can buy us a gift off of Amazon wish list, or you can buy one of my books. Afterlife Simulation is the newest installment of my novels and written works, or you could buy some of our music and art. Also, I sell merchandise such as t-shirts, mugs, towels, clothes, apparel, anything that your heart desires. God bless. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Brett Keen from God TV Radio. I hope you're all having a blessed day out there. I'm starting to feel a little bit better, although I am a little hyped up because I ate a bag of white powder donuts and I feel like I'm going to shoot through the roof. I'm extremely hyped up. Well, I came up with a great idea in order to help atheists who are impoverished, non-believers out there who don't have a lot of money. I have figured out a way for you to become absolutely rich, and you don't have to really do anything. Well, there is a first step that you have to do. There's a prime mover to everything. But my suggestion for you is this. I was sitting with my wife in the living room with our young daughter, and she was looking at me. My daughter looked at me. I looked at them, and they said, why are we just sitting here for? Why don't we watch a movie? Why don't we watch a television show? And the remote control was right next to me, but I said to my wife, if we just wait long enough, sooner or later the TV will turn itself on, and then we can watch something. And because... Neat things seem to happen if you wait long enough. Just be patient. That's all you have to do. Well, after about five minutes of us all sitting there and everybody looking at me awkwardly, everybody walked in the room because for some reason walked out of the room because they didn't believe me. They didn't believe that the remote would just simply turn itself on and that a movie or television show would come on. My wife and daughter, although they're not very philosophical or religious or spiritual, or claim to be one of these awesome critical thinkers of YouTube, <laughs> they do realize that there's a process in order for things to turn on and start happening. And if you just simply sit there and stare at the remote control, <laughs> nothing's going to happen. It's just the way it is, ladies and gentlemen. But I wanted to prove to my wife that she was wrong. I wanted to prove to her that atheists have a point of view that might actually have some truth to it. You know, it's okay for everybody to be skeptic. It's okay for everybody to have doubts. So I said, honey, while we're waiting for the TV to magically turn itself on, why don't we go to the bank? I have this really, really great idea on how we can become rich very quickly, and we'll be able to take care of a lot of those bills we've been complaining about. And she said, sure. Now listen very carefully, non-believers, as well as religious people out there, because not only will this help out atheists, but it can also help out religious folks as well. If you're struggling and you're having a hard time getting groceries and all that, 
This is kind of an atheist type of worldview concept, but let's see if it works. So I walked into the bank and I stood there for a moment and a teller come over to me and said, what's going on? And I said, I'd like to open up a new bank account and I want to put simply just one penny inside of it. And the bank account said, uh, bank account people, they said, uh, well, you got to actually put like 50 to to $100 in order to open up a new account. And I said, well, if you put my penny into it, my penny will mysteriously start picking up interest. And it'll abundantly, if you just wait a year or two or maybe more, my bank account will fill up with money. And they're like, and how will that happen? And I said, well, if you just let anything sit around for long enough, it'll just start accumulating. That's what happens and stuff. Call it interest if you want. Well, for some reason, the bank people didn't believe me on that. And they told me, sir, unless you're going to put money into the account, we're not going to be able to do anything with it. Um, we're going to need more than a penny in order for this to happen. And I said, I don't understand. Um, I just told you that if you put a penny in there, I'm going to put my penny in. In fact, we don't even need to put anything in there at all. We just let it sit there in the darkness of space of the bank account, and it will eventually, something will happen. It will begin expanding, and uh, it'll fill up with uh, all the properties and components of the universe. And they asked me to, uh, they looked at me kind of weird, and then they went to go speak to the boss manager, and then the boss manager came out and asked me what my problem was, and after explaining to him what the deal was, <clears throat> he looked me right in the face, told me to get the fuck out of his bank. Told me, I don't know what the hell's wrong with you, you need to get some kind of professional help, sir, because this is a bank, this is a business, and shit doesn't just happen out of nowhere. So, I... Well, I was originally trying to help you all become rich and uh, help you guys out with your worldview and the way you see how life and existence came here. But I have a feeling that people with just common sense, they don't have to be scientists or YouTube gurus, don't buy this whatsoever. Um, the typical average layman out on the street does not buy the idea that um, sooner or later things are just going to happen. I think it involves like some kind of initiator or prime mover at this point. I originally opened a bank account a long time ago that actually I put money in. And that seemed to work out just fine. And I also have repeatedly throughout my time clicked a remote control. I turned on my television and that all worked fine. But never did anything just happen out of the blue without some kind of assistance to it. So the point, the moral of the story is, for the atheists out there who believe in magical time, that if things are just sitting there long enough, things will happen, um, that's uh, really odd, and it doesn't work. Just figured I'd tell you, I actually tried to put it to practice. Well, besides all that, I want to say thank you to people out there who've been very cool to me. Um, I have... Uh, really, really meditated on a lot of my views whenever it comes to how I'm going to serve God, how I'm going to perceive God, and I will, um, I'm starting to feel a lot better, obviously. White powdery donuts can do that for you. And uh, I'll be making some more content 
I'll see what I can do. Alright, tell me what you think of my video. Leave me some comments and thank you for sticking around. God bless. We hope that you've been enjoying God TV Radio hosted by Brett Keen. When you get an opportunity, check out our public radio station. Check out our books, music, and art. You can also buy t-shirts if you would like to support us. If you don't want a t-shirt, you don't want books, you don't want music, well, you could always do a one-time donation through PayPal. Any support is appreciated. God bless.